Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, August 4th. S&P futures are trading down about seven points. That is about 20 basis points. The major European indices are approximately unchanged. And Asia had a very strong night across the board um, as that market followed uh, the U.S. close from yesterday. So from the U.S. perspective this morning in terms of macro news, there's not a whole lot to talk about. You did have a lot of developments out of the last 24 hours, but most hit before the U.S. closed on yesterday. So obviously, the manufacturing ISM uh, was a very encouraging economic data point amid all of the signs that we've seen a plateauing or stalling in economic recovery. That manufacturing ISM certainly suggests that at least that pocket of the economy continues to show improvement. I will just point out that the labor component of the ISM yesterday saw only a very muted increase and it remains well below that 50 growth contraction demarcation point. So there still is some anxiety around jobs. People will be watching very closely for the ADP report tomorrow, jobless claims on Thursday, and then the jobs report on Friday. Um, and so whispers are still for um, you know some downside figures on the jobs front, despite the ISM strength. On the COVID front, you did now have two consecutive days of cases in the U.S. below 50,000. So certainly an encouraging development. You know, we had hit a peak of around 78 to 80,000 back um, in late July. So you've seen a descent now from that apex as a lot of the Sunbelt states in particular are seeing improvement, um, you know, thanks to, I think, just more awareness, social dis- better social distancing practices, et cetera. Um, you know, I... It certainly is positive that is occurring. I don't necessarily think, though, that you can say, um, you know, that the COVID crisis is contained in the U.S. You have red flags now cropping up in certain Midwest states. Those states are not, um, you know, do not have the population numbers as the Sunbelt ones do, and so you're not going to see the overall figures trend higher. But you are seeing certain, um, you know, again, red flags in certain Midwest states as well as um, in certain pockets on the East Coast. In New Jersey, in particular, the governor there. Um, continues to sound rather concerned. He implemented, um, you know, another another very relatively minor uh, mitigation measure yesterday, um, just given the numbers continued to climb there. Um, and I think that's consistent with what you're seeing across the country, whereby you you are not seeing politicians, and this this goes pretty much around the world. You're not seeing politicians resort to the March April type of wholesale lockdown, shelter in place orders. They're being much more surgical, um, you know, with the steps that they are taking to mitigate um, any any increases in cases. And I think that's one reason why the markets have absorbed the uh, transmission increase relatively well throughout June and July. Um, But again, nothing super incremental on the COVID front overnight, other than again, another day of US cases yesterday below 50,000. On the fiscal stimulus front, you had um, more meetings yesterday. The The House Democrats and White House officials, so Mnuchin and Pelosi and Schumer, both sounded somewhat encouraged about the progress that's being uh, that's occurring. Um, Senate Republicans, rather, do not sound particularly encouraged. So, you know, I think you're seeing, you know, um, the process move forward at, at a very gradual pace. Um, 
you know, it doesn't look like anything is imminent, i.e. in the next 48 hours. The jobs report on Friday could help break the logjam one way or the other. A very weak report helps Democrats. Um, you know, a relatively stable, strong report will help Republicans. Um, you know, I do think that you will eventually see a compromise get reached. Um, I think the market anticipates something around a trillion, 1.3 to 1.5 trillion. Um, with the unemployment benefits going down to about 300 per week extended to the end of the year, and then another round of one-time stimulus checks. Um, again, if you don't see progress on an omnibus initiative by the end of the week, I think you're going to start to see them do things on a more piecemeal basis. Um, but again, on the, on the stimulus front, you did see some encouraged headlines out overnight. Um, the White House has threatened to take unilateral action with executive orders if there's not movement on the legislative front. There's really not a whole lot they can do. Um, you know, there's this convoluted concept that the White House can order the Treasury to suspend collection of payroll taxes. That would just be a deferral of payment. You're not really cutting the tax. Um, you know, I don't. I think that would be a pretty draconian step. He could take some type of executive order on extending the moratorium on evictions, but again, I think for the now, that's kind of just idle chatter. Um, it's really to the extent there will be a solution, it's going to come from Congress. Uh, nothing too incremental out on the Fed, but you still have a lot of um, optimism, anticipation, et cetera, for the upcoming forward guidance shift that will occur at the September meeting. You had Bullard yesterday kind of echo what that big Wall Street Journal article said over the weekend about how the Fed increasingly um, you know, is comfortable allowing inflation to overshoot 2%. That's probably going to be codified in in the formal guidance in the formal forward guidance update in September. So again, you know, the Fed and then the ECB also to a lesser extent, um, you know, very vocal about how they have no plans to raise rates for a very, very long time. Um, you know, so monetary policy remains extraordinarily accommodative. You had Google yesterday price um, a 10 billion bond uh, issue. One tranche of that bond set a fresh low in terms of uh, an IG coupon yield. So again, um, you know, Credit markets do not need to worry about monetary policy tightening. On the earnings front, last night in the U.S., you had a bunch of names. I I wouldn't call any of them necessarily macro. AIG was probably the biggest one. Um, you know, AIG is always a notoriously complex, messy report. You had some bright spots in the quarter. You had um, you know some downside issues. I don't think it really should impact the broader tape. You had a few mid cap tech names. Um, you know, I think. All of them were fine on an absolute basis, but I think you definitely have an issue of just expectations being very, very elevated in that whole group. Um, so the Smith Cap Tech names could trade a little poorly. Hyatt on the earnings front, again, just pointing to extraordinarily grim trends in travel. Um, you know, RevPAR was down about 90% in Q2. Management said they've seen some improvement, but you're still talking about RevPAR down 76% in the month of July. So, um, you know, still very, very steep declines. On the other front on travel, I will just note that EasyJet in Europe this morning had earnings. Management sounded um, you know, much more positive on trends in the Eurozone market than I think you're hearing from US airlines. So EasyJet is rallying in Europe. You're seeing airlines um, move higher in sympathy. You're also seeing aerospace stocks um, like Rolls-Royce rally as well in sympathy with that. Um, and just quickly back to the US last night, you had Vernado had earnings out last night. Um, I think the only real significant piece of that report was Facebook signed a huge lease for this big project Vernado was building around Penn Station. Um, Facebook's essentially taking all the office space in one of the, um, you know, essentially the anchor building for that entire area. So a shot of confidence for, um, you know, certainly for the 
New York City office market and just offices in general, especially given that Facebook has been pretty vocal about how um, you know it's comfortable allowing its employees to be working from home for the foreseeable future. Um, for Europe this morning, so like I said, EasyJet is definitely a name that's in focus. BP is higher after earnings. The loss was smaller than expected. BP is cutting its dividend. That was widely expected after you saw Royal Dutch Shell also cut its dividend. Diageo is getting hit after its report. Um, the larger revenue decline than anticipated. And Bear also was in the red on its numbers. So that was the Eurozone um, earnings recap. Looking into the US session on the calendar for today, as far as scheduled news, there's really not a whole lot, um, especially in terms of macro. You will see more meetings take place in Washington. So there will probably be more headlines um, with regards to the status of those talks. Uh, Kansas City Southern KSU is holding an analyst conference call at 2 p.m. This has been scheduled previously. They're going to discuss um, their PSR initiative. The only reason this could be important is given the recent um, Wall Street Journal article about how private equity was possibly in talks to buy the company. It'll be interesting to see what management says on that topic. That's at 2 o'clock. A lot of earnings from smaller companies. The only real major one tonight is Disney. I put a preview out. over the weekend. It's on the website. I have a link to it in the piece this morning. Again, obviously, Disney, several major businesses of Disney have, were hit very hard by the pandemic, including the studio, the parks, um, and then the ESPN sports properties. So obviously, that name will be very much in focus. And that is essentially everything uh, for today. Thank you for listening.